Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. So I've been like, I've been like hyping myself up and I've been looking at like rituals and things because I'm sort of looking at getting behind the screen again. I am okay. getting behind the screen again for our for our channel. Okay. okay. I hard left turn into peak D and D. I'm <laughs> sitting in the studio, so it wasn't that hard of a left turn for me. But, mm. uh, it's like I've been thinking about it. Let's, yeah. But I was because we were just saying like, let's go, let's go, <laughs> like right before as I was pressing record. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would the uh, uh, anyway the whole so I started listening to like epic music to like pump me up and like. I've been drawn to like the scores to films and like the big adventure themes and stuff. Okay. So the other day I was like, I was listening to um, the, the pirates of the Caribbean song. And I was just like, I was so hype. I was like, I was like, I I was like conducting it in a weird way. (laughs) Probably terribly. Start throwing shit for furniture. But I was like, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And it was mm-hmm. like, it got me i was like wow that got me that got me to a good place for like yeah. running a D adventure so I, that might be like you might see me in the corner with my headphones on just being like <laughs> yeah dude i hey man i it's one of my favorite things about paying attention to sports and specifically listening to athletes talk and learning from athletes but i mean you look at those folks who have pregame rituals and like you know you it's listening to music it's a million different things but uh yeah there's all sorts of practices that we can do to like put ourselves in the headspace of what we need to do one of the things i learned from that flow class last year was this uh, idea of like constructing your flow temple like granted i have it easy because i work from home but essentially it's just using like a handful of sensory cues to like establish like all right when i do these things that's when it's time to work and so it's like there's a little bit of incense there's like some some breath work that i'll do there's some like really light um like called like knocking on heaven's door or at least that's what one yoga person calls it for like two minutes and then yeah like there's loud music that gets involved and like that's what i do to start my work day um interesting and so yeah i i encourage you to uh establish and erect your flow temple for running these games and planning them in whatever capacity you need to nice Nice. maybe gargle with some dice that'd be kind of hot yes i can't wait that'll get me erect for sure blow a line of d4s Uh. yes Mm -hmm. walk down the walk them as if they were like Hot coals walk across mm-hmm. a floor of Legos or D fours. Yeah. There you Even go. Even worse, sharpen them up, man. Toughen up the soles of your feet. Mm-hmm. 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 Had an interesting chat with Will. Oh, uh, the other day he's he's got he's really getting into his character and like you know developing some of that stuff, which is kind of fun. I was like, oh sweet, so cool, man. And it's it's cool. He's gave, it got me a few ideas. I think there's a lot of room for like. I mean, it's been a while since I've run a game, but uh, other than like a one shot, but I'm, I feel oddly enough, like more prepared now that I've worked with Nick, you know, the way in over two campaigns now. Sure. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I feel like I, I feel like we'll see, you know, proofs in the pudding, but we'll see how it goes. But 
I uh, I feel more confident. I feel like I've got a better, you know, handle on stuff, and I feel more. I feel less afraid of an original story than I did when I started our, you know, what Tyranny of Dragons campaign two, three years ago, whenever that was. No, that was a while ago. That was like 2018. We started that game. Maybe. Okay. Cool, man. Well, it's great. I'm glad that you're excited for yeah. all of those things. I'm excited too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Do you miss it, Jeff? Do you miss playing the D and D? Not really. Not really. I miss yeah. you guys hanging out with you guys a lot, but yeah. No. Fair. Fair. No. No offense to D and D. No, that's all right. It's fine, man. I was thinking. I was like, maybe we should try to institute a game, like a separate, like a game situation. The fuck does that mean? Like a like a game night. We used to have game nights back over. You know, instead of D and D, we would do game nights. Ah, and like play board games every once in a while. Ah, I got you. Do 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 an off, you know, one off night where we just play board games and stuff. Like maybe that would be fun. I mean, I think it would be, but convince me, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. But like, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, would like a game day or evening be more enticing or appealing to you? Maybe I get pretty bored at board games too. Yeah, (laughs) and I know, I know you are particular with your time as well uh yeah yeah as far as like hours of i'm more of an afternoon morning guy and that doesn't meld with most people i find too sure. yeah oh dude like i certainly see that in myself when it comes to work specifically like it is like pulling teeth for me to do anything remotely work related after 5 p.m yeah yeah, like it's just hard, man. And like especially in the winter when things get dark. But yeah. like dude, it's just that is not easy for me to do. Yeah. Like the one of our friends hit up seven it was like seven o'clock the other night. Hey, we're gonna go down to Eric's and play pinball. I'm like, dude, I'm laying in bed reading a book. I'm I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm an old man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going out at seven thirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm lame like that. I mean, hey man, like I'd be more jazzed on a 7:30 a.m. meetup than I would a 7:30 p.m. That's how twisted I am these days. I'm not sure it's twisted. I appreciate it's different than most other people's social calendars. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. Hey man, such is life. I'm not gonna fucking shame you for being healthy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I, and I've been looking at these arts classes over that, like the town does, like pottery and stuff. And oh, it's yeah. like, it's from the, six to nine. I'm yeah. like, God damn. Can like, we have fuck. an afternoon class for fuck's sake? Nah, man. Like, that's the part of, I, you know, part of the pain of living on that unorthodox schedule and work life, right? Like, yeah. The world is not set up for you it is in not. your schedule. It is not. And, and like so, I've said, I go see matinee movies all the time, but we don't have matinee movies up here. So therefore I don't go see movies. It's like, well, get fucked. Yeah, man. Such is life. Yeah. And I can appreciate that other people have things, uh, other obligations at seven 30 in the morning, uh, on some days. Oh, fair. Oh, hundred. I get it. Yeah. yeah. The art, the art spot doesn't open until 11 here. Nice. So like, 
damn. Sometimes you can, some people have classes like early. Like sometimes I'll do a class that starts at 9 a.m. Yeah. But I, well, I don't think, minutes. yeah, I think the earliest shit over at the break spot is like 3 p.m. Yeah. And that's usually kid shit. So, yeah. Wild. The adult classes are always the evenings, which I get because people have to work. Yeah. Hmm. I found this, I found a couple of cool places. I was sort of looking at like makerspace and like, woodworking maker spaces and i found this one out in fort collins that i really want to go check out Ooh. but it's like a woodworking specific one and it's you know huge so yeah is it like know. a co-op or is it town run or um i think it's or? i think it's like a independent business i don't okay. know if they have a partnership with the town or any with their and town. you can just like buy a membership or whatever or... yeah it's like a membership based thing but they also have like projects and uh classes you can sign up for so they have like a sort of a booking system mm. where like you can there's certain slots that are for like you know you sign up and you i want this project at this time on this day mm. but there's like only a few you know slots for open project stuff or you sign up for their classes and mm -hmm. their workshops they do a couple of like safety things and mm. you know like i want to learn more about the table saw but yeah. then there's also like oh we're gonna build you know, we're doing a cutting board project or we're doing. Yeah. And I was just kind of curious as to like, see how that worked. And then there's also like, you can come in and book yourself some time to work on your own project. Yeah. You can rent storage and stuff. So I don't That's know. I was cool. just like, that would be cool if I could run it similar to that. It would be different obviously, but you know, yeah. It sort of just struck me as like, that would, that would be a model that might work for my schedule. If people wanted to like, have a couple of ready-made projects that people could sign up for and like then they book the time then rather mm -hmm. than me like putting it out there is like hey this is a class or it's just like if you had this project and you could do it any weeknight or whatever yeah or three yeah, or four nights a, a you know like that would be a cool idea i think but i think so 100 percent. once again it's one of those things where in a smaller community i think it's hard to get something like that to work just because there aren't enough people as opposed to a city. Yeah. Oh, it's I know there's ceramic studios that do that same kind of thing. That's pretty cool, but we don't have that up here, obviously. Are you, I mean, are you thinking of this model for being something independent from the art spot and what you're doing now? Or are you thinking about taking what works for them and applying it to what you've got going on now? Yeah. I think the latter. Okay. Sort of like revamping what I'm doing as an independent operator in the in the wood shop yeah. or maybe rolling it into the programming that's offered at the and you know they have like they had some other stuff that i'm trying to get going here like 3d printing and uh you know maybe possibly doing some cnc routing uh you know like some more advanced maker stuff and yeah. and like you know they they sort of have like you rent time on the machines and these machines are well the 3d printers are mine so maybe there's like a rental situation where people can yeah. rent time on it or the art spot rents time on it and offers it to people or some yeah, or they end up buying me out of them or something. I don't know. They like were a payment plan or, or they just buy them outright. I don't know. But again, like there's not any other people who know at this point how to run the machines and do 3d. Print. I don't know if I know how to run them that well, to be quite honest, <laughs> I'd say I have a 50% success rate at this point but <laughs> i have a lot of failed prints but i mean i that's part of learning absolutely yeah. and what was that success rate when you started 
oh, I don't know, much, much worse. Exactly. Yeah. So I print I that, that boat printed out really well. That, oh, cool, uh, man. The, yeah, I've got the, I was printing out a boat for our D D campaign at some point. What happened to the stop motion video of that? Uh it's it still exists. It it was a little weird because it wasn't going with the build plate, so it was like it you know moved back it was very jumpy because it just kept moving mm. so it was so, you couldn't really get a good look at the build plate mm. through the whole thing mm. so you need like but, an independent like a more of a tripod situation i think you need something attached to the build plate which is the thing that actually moves and i think it, then it would look Oh, like I see what you're saying. So it it's always be, centered more or less. In the, yeah, it would have to be pointing at the center of the build plate yeah. the whole the whole yeah. time, rather than the build plate moving in and out of the frame. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, could, I guess I'm you could keep that field. Printers where the build plate never moves, the rest of the machine moves. I guess I haven't seen one where the build plate moves. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just the kind of 3D printers that I have. And, yeah. And, and mm. it's like... You know, so I I think there's a way to do it. I don't know exactly how I you would to 3D it. print something to hold the camera on the bill plate. There you go. Yeah, I think there, <laughs> there's probably a file that I could just snag <laughs> offline and say like, hey, this is a GoPro attachment for your. There's yeah. a lot of people who do that. They have like a camera. You know, they have a little Raspberry Pi computer like next to their thing that's running this thing called Octoprint, so you can like actually activate and upload files remotely. You can network into your Raspberry Pi, then upload a file to it. So you can like start it. You don't have to be there. Ooh, and, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So then, and then some people will set up like a webcam as well. So they can like watch the print as it happens. And then they, oh. can, they also like film that, you know, make record the, the webcam footage. That's cool. So like you can do it all almost 100% remotely if you have all that shit set up. You just have to change yeah. physically change out the filament if you run out. Sure. They took her jobs. I'm having a few issues with it right now. And I, think I think it's possibly just the files that I'm trying to do are not I'm not building them well in the software. Because it's like it the base layer is always getting fucked up. And I don't know why I'm it's like going too fast or it's not going fast. And I don't know. It's not hot enough. And it's always the same. Too, the same yeah. part of what you're printing it's always that base layer it i mean it's been it's been happening fairly consistently in the in the base like in the it gets off like it stops extruding either it's scraping or it's like it gets gunked up on stuff it's not laying down a smooth layer i'll like redo the leveling there's all kinds of weird stuff that happens with 3d printing but, hmm. but i was gonna i'm gonna do a couple of process of elimination things to try to figure it out be like okay if i can print like the sample file and it prints okay then i'll size it up to something else that's like a pre-supported thing to then be like okay is it the software i'm using or is it me actually operating this off i think it's user error but mm -hmm. yeah. it could be both that's, man I mean, it could be yeah i think there's also you know there's sort of like an ideal way to position a piece you know de depending mm. on some things and other mm. things aren't but as far as like the like orientation of like what is north and south yeah. on this image versus yeah, like, east and west and like how to will this piece print better vertically or horizontally like you know oh interesting like that and and somehow i don't know how but i lucked out it was the first file on the on that boat that i printed 
and like it printed just fine but it, i think that was a pre-supported model or it was a supportless model so i don't know how exactly i did it but i'm gonna go back and look at that one too hmm. and just be like i've just i've been trying to print another uh boat and i was like oh this is like but it's a much bigger boat and i was like okay well that might be fun but like it's gotten fucked up the last three times i've tried it the bigger boat the first in the caravan and I expect 24 more boats in this caravan, knowing yes. you. Yes. Well, I just was looking at this boat, and I didn't. Dec- I decided it was, it's a nice little boat. But I was like, w- would this be the size of boat that would carry 100 people from the main continent back to the elf homeland? I don't think it would be. Well, no, I mean, like, you can also, the theater of the mind, where, like, you don't no. actually need to have no, a. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's got to be to scale, damn it. Yeah, you don't need like a hundred. Yeah, because I mean, like, is it those squares are like one inch by one inch? Yes. Okay, so a boat to build a hundred to carry a hundred. There's people? no, there's no boat to boat combat. Like, it just you guys need to be on a big boat. Like, right? I but could I'm just saying... build a deck of a ship. I guess just let him build his big fucking boat. I let mean, me build my boat. Let me live. Fine. My boat. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Max is anti boat. Fuck <laughs> me, right? I mean. <laughs> trying to do nice things for my players. Fuck you and your D and our audience. <laughs> Fuck your D and D channel, Ben. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Are you? No, I just mean that, like, to save yourself some grief. You seem. Uh... You're. You're very. You're. I need to be more forgiving of my of myself. Yeah, and like yeah. the boat doesn't have to be to scale, right? Because that's what I was trying to get at, right? Like, all right, if you wanted a boat that could actually put a hundred minis, that wasn't like some sort of slave ship where we're like chained to, you know, like laying down. Right, like, right. yeah, or maybe it is. I don't know your plot lines, uh, but my point being, like, you know, you can have a little boat, and then we can just like move to yeah. a map. Um, you don't need to print like a four hundred inch boat. Fair, true. It doesn't need to be four hundred inches. Which I don't know how big this boat would be, but it's so pretty. Anyway, <laughs> but I haven't gotten I haven't gotten a single piece of it to print correctly yet, so. I think we're okay. <laughs> okay. If you say so. I just don't want you to hurt yourself. I know. And I appreciate that. I've, I've got a couple of backup ideas. I mean, it's not, this is not the end. The You know, I could go a couple of different ways. If this doesn't work out. But I was just saying, hey, I've got like essentially a month left. to I can like, if I wanted to get some stuff, you know. Oh, Yeah. No, but I guess my Ready. my thought is to prioritize. Like, you have a month, yes, but that time will go fast. And, like, that month oh, will yeah. go even faster if you are, like, attempting to iterate and prototype on this one thing where there could yes. be, like, eight other things that could actually uh, be accomplished with more traction. To That's all. I just don't want you to get stuck with your precious, precious free time. Then. Mm. Yes. Fair. You know, we talked about repeating mistakes. Mm. And so. And I do like to repeat those mistakes. I mean, God, I love them. I love to repeat mistakes. Uh, Mm. But. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, good, good, good time. Good, good, good. Was there Halloween nonsense uh, for Ryan and all of that? How did that go? Not particularly. We have a couple of like costumes. We talked about it. But it was like, okay, we could go to Frisco and do like Main Street Halloween 
you know, go store to store. You get hot chocolate at the church and whatever. But I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, I don't think Debbie really want, particularly wants to do that. I don't know that Ryan will want to do that. Ryan is Ryan's hard enough to like get him in clothes, let alone a costume. So I think, I think he's, we're going to do like pumpkins and, you know, carve some pumpkins tonight and eat some pumpkin cupcakes or something. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's about it. I think maybe you watch Nightmare on Elm Street with him. Yeah, probably. Ooh, well, probably yeah. just, yeah. Probably skip to like the third one just for funsies. But, sure. You know, yeah. sure. You got to see yeah. the original. Robert English is, you know, England. English. Jesus. Bobby English. <laughs> Billy English. You're so funny. Oh, Billy Eilish is in that? That's wild. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea about her. She's crazy. Oh. Yeah, he's probably a little young. I mean, I was watching super fucked up horror movies when I was six, but mm-hmm. that probably explains a lot. Absolutely. Do you remember? Which was the first super fucked up horror movie that you watched at six? Uh, the first one that like made that like landed, you know, probably Poltergeist. Okay, I probably, was I seven when that came out? I can't remember. And that had scary clown doll in it, so that's yeah. a twisted movie. And you and you've been hooked on horror ever since. Oh yeah, my aunt would babysit us, and we always watched horror movies. That was our thing. Oh. All those super shitty 80s. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how funny, informative those experiences that people don't really think too much of could be, uh, can be for people. Like I was listening to LeVar Burton re or, uh, tell stories about his life, and he was talking about like a pivotal moment when he was in third grade over in Germany and how. You know, again, like how does anybody get anywhere and the little things that end up shaping lives, but maybe second, third grade, doesn't matter. Uh, he, you know, he's at this military school and, uh, you know, English speak, you know, for all of the children of military stationed over there. And the teacher after lunch would want to go make a cup of tea. And so she would uh, have LeVar Burton like read to the class mm. every day mm. uh, while she went and made her tea. And, you know, then you look at what that dude has done with Reading Rainbow and right. like his podcast. Yeah. Reads. And so, like, I don't know, man, I just think that's an awesome story where like this lady like literally just wanted a cup of tea and was like, uh, you, you're the best reader. Like, get up yeah. here and uh, do this for like 10 yeah. minutes. And, and sent his life in a direction. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, that's insane at how. I don't know, to me, like how fragile and like shapeable we all are. And so like to hear that your love of horror, maybe it stems from like, yeah, babysitting with your aunt. Oh yeah. hundred percent. No. And I remember when I was a kid, when my dad worked at the newspaper as a kid, I'd go and hang out in the black, in the dark room and I was just fascinated by it. And there you go. And here you are spending a shitload of time editing photographs. Yeah. And that that young man went on to become the chief of engineering on the USS Enterprise. There you go. Yeah, man. Amazing he could read being blind. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. Uh, Wearing a hair clip over his eyes. My God. (laughs) Tell me, I did that with so many of my sister's headbands when I was a kid. (laughs) Was he your most imitated? Uh, uh, Enterprise crew member? 
I like Jordy LaForge. I like engineering. I liked, uh, I mean, I, I really liked Riker too, because he's just cool. He's I mean, says, says the dude with the pencil tucked behind his hat right now. Like, oh, you like en- engineering? Shocked. Shocked yeah. by mm-hmm. that. I liked, I liked the whole Enterprise cast. I really like, I mean, except for, you know, uh, the, oh, they replaced Beverly Crusher, the doctor. What is her name? Oh my God. Yeah, no, we, Dr. Yeah, we talked about this when you raked all the medical officers not too long ago yeah, yeah, with, yeah, your, with your side piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep uh. texting me. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have been so good, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he's talking about the wood shop keeps texting him. Oh, no. This, be- this is the high school. They're oh, like, I. Oh, I thought it was the other podcasts. Like you gave them the good podcast dick and now they won't leave you alone. And they're like, Ben, we want you back. No, but no, no, you mean no. this is the, the pod- high school. No, sorry. That's other, I'm being distracted because I'm trying mm. to ignore my phone and it's popping up on my computer screen. Oh, that's why you got to fucking make sure that shit doesn't happen and do not let those things talk to one another. Seriously. Like if you're, if that, notifications, if, baby. That, if that computer is actually something you're going to be working on and doing deep focus work on, I sincerely would advise you to make sure that doesn't happen because yes. uh, the cost of distraction and task switching is quite real when doing mm, it's uh, true. It's productive, true. creative work. Uh, yeah. See, <laughs> it's true. my brain is, my brain is trapped. I, this, exactly. And I, I want to say, I, I forget what the research or the research I read had to say, but it was something like it took like every interruption was like a startling amount of time that it took to get back on task. And I want like 15 minutes is what I, but that sounds a little high regardless, like the cost of glancing at your phone in the midst of doing work is I think more severe than a lot of people realize. Yeah. Well, I need to, yeah, I need to get some focus rituals together too for my regular life, non D and D life. But <laughs> it's important to focus on, you know, and I think that's it's that's that's pretty. We've created an environment where that's easier to do with D and D, for the most part. And then, uh, but I think it's you know my regular life, and including this podcast, I'm not terribly. I try to focus, but my life apparently is not helping me today. But Oh, well, I mean, I think you're also set up to fail. Mm. Like there is no part of this world, this modern world with our devices and connectivity that is engineered to help us focus at longer and keep our attention. So it's an uphill battle. You are correct. Yes, it is. But all that to say... I think I do enjoy go. this time. No, I just I was I was going to give you a compliment, but okay. Fuck y'all, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. I'm taking my boat. Fuck off. Yeah. My boat and I'm leaving. Taking my 400 inch boat and my phone and I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. Uh, that's okay, man. Uh. That's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I interrupted your compliment with cracking a joke. That's okay. Hey, you know what? I appreciate that as well because it means we're, it's the kind of witty repartee we like over at Scion and ignorant and uninformed. 
but yeah, no, I, I, I do find this time rejuvenating when I get to sit and talk with you guys and, uh, you know, it helps to refocus, I guess, in a, in, with all the other distractions, I can just shut them out for the most part, unless I have to go down and deal with the paperwork thing or yes. I'm dealing with, when are you getting here? Or the entitled dude who cut his hand off, but he hasn't cut his that, hand off yet. That's a story for another day. He's playing with a router. And oh. so I'm like, mm, that could end up bad. See? If you don't See? do that right. And that's when you get that text on the way to the high school. Like, Ben? He signed the fucking waiver. It's fine. <laughs> oh, and you don't think that, and you mean to tell me if something happens, they're not going to get a hold of you? The waiver town, signed legal, the, town, the town takes on all that liability. No, I no. I, I 100% understand that. Oh. And also, I mean, the person working the desk in that panic si- emergency situation, oh, yeah, I would be willing to bet. Uh, yeah. Well, technically, I'm on the clock there, so I guess I'm in charge. But... Mm. No, there you go. Are you going to be on the clock while you're at the high school? No. Okay. Cool. I got to go in. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to have checked out at one thirty today. But okay. Yeah. I, I didn't physically clock out, but I have to adjust it on the on my that time seems, card. That seems fair and lawful. Yeah. yeah. Which I do. I am lawful good. Mm-hmm. Lawful. Lawful neutral. I was thinking about lawful neutral a lot lately. And I was like, I want to see what that feels like. Just following rules? Just terribly so. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. I also feel like offensive. Listen to offensive linemen talk. Mm. And uh, that's like one of my favorite places for, for lawful neutral. Like you want to talk about folks who do are just like down there doing the dirty work for the team's benefit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like defensive tackles who aren't rushing the passer, offensive linemen, uh, your dude who is like your defender slash rebounder on a basketball team, mm-hmm. like all those folks who are doing the unsung work that make shit, that make teams function, mm-hmm. uh, putting themselves ahead of the team. Fair. Yeah, fair. And what else is fair is we're about time. So we're going to go ahead and call it. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Ignorant Uninformed. I enjoy these sessions. We hope you do too. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe whatever podcast you listen to us on. We'll say goodbye to our wondrous hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Later. Mr. Max Sirakistan Sirak. It's fun. It is fun in spite of ourselves. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And this has been Ignorant Uninformed. Send us a topic to ignorantanduninformed at gmail.com. Send us a note to say, hey, I'm still listening. We know you're there. And we'd love to hear from you. Just let us know what your favorite Pokemon is. I don't know. What is this podcast about? And uh, we'll be Better back. Pokemons now. With a brand new episode. <laughs> of Peace off. Squirtle.